Uh, Merrimack has Holy Cross up next on the schedule tomorrow night. And then Union comes into Lawler on Saturday. We're here with Scott Fork, the head coach of the Warriors. And Coach, uh, first of all, how was your weekend? A weekend off in the college hockey season. Not typical, but how did you spend your weekend without without any games? Well, it was interesting um, because we had, you know, we had more conversation about what days we were going to take off than the days we were going to work. Uh, for our team, and and it was really a it was interesting, you know, having coming on, you know, having a whole week, and then getting into the weekend, knowing we're playing on Tuesday, wanting to make sure we're prepared to play on Tuesday. So we basically practiced most of the week and gave Saturday off, but practice on Sunday. Um, you know, it's a great week for this for the guys to have off because there's a lot of exams and things happening this time of year. Uh, I'd be lying if I said that was intended, but I do think there was some benefits to it for our guys. Um, and now we just get ready to go tomorrow night. But it was it was a pretty quiet weekend, but a good weekend of preparation both for school and for hockey. I'm always interested how these non-conference games get put together, and I know you guys have played Holy Cross in the past, but how did this one come about? Was it put together before or after their coaching change? Because they had a coaching change. Was it a previously agreed-to game, or was it something that came about later in the summer? No, we had agreed to it a while ago. It's interesting. Uh, when I got to Merrimack, I think Coach Dennehy and uh, David uh, Berard had kind of an agreement to play, if not every year, at least most years. Um, and I just kind of kept that. I think it's, you know, two sister schools, so to speak, and same size, close enough for both of us at a, a weekday games on a problem, um, and a good team. And, and so I, I thought it was a great, uh, you know, rivalry if you will to keep together but um you know and then we played it on the tuesday because it was one of those easy midweek games and i i just actually it's funny i talked to coach riga yesterday and said i'd like to move it off of the tuesday because i think if we got it off of the tuesday and we're playing friday Saturday, then i would have given the players all of last weekend off and that would have been a nice thing to have this time of year so we may try to move it in the future, but we're we're booked to play Holy Cross moving forward for you know many many years. Nice, no, and it is you're right. It's similar size school and similar uh, you know similar makeup. I mean, it really, it makes sense for you guys to play them and, and to kind of keep them on the schedule. And it's an easy non chilling non conference games. It's nice to have one that you can almost know is a guarantee every year. You know, you got at least one of them checked off. <laughs> right? No, no, it's it is because it's. Uh, Non-conference scheduling is a bear, and it's gotten worse with you know the different challenges that people have had traveling. So, uh, no, it's really good to have that kind of in the checkbox already. What, what do you kind of see from them, having looked at them on film and stuff over the last week? I mean, they seem like they remind me a lot of where you guys were, you know, like two or three years ago. New new coach trying to kind of reshape things a little bit into their own identity, but at the beginning stages of it. But still, they they played some teams tough. I mean, I know their record uh, isn't great, but they've a lot of those games have been close games down to the wire with maybe a couple of empty net goals at the end. Uh, it seems like they've been able to keep a lot of games close. What have you kind of seen from them looking at them on film? Well, I think they play everybody tough. I mean, that's, that's obvious. And uh, it's clear that they have an aggressive approach. You know, they're very aggressive on the four check. Uh, they really get after you. They hound pucks. You know, I think, um, you know, right now, and they they seem to be in what, and again, it's hard to say this from video, but I I believe it. They seem to be a, a confident team. You know, they make they make plays, and they they certainly work offensively in the offensive zone and spread it out and spread you out and you know get you know put numbers on things. And 
Um, I, I think they look like a good hockey team. You know, it's funny. They lost two games at RIT, and you know, RIT's for real. They always are, and, and they are this year, too. But both those games could have gone either way. Like, the Holy Cross is in both of them. They really had a great chance to win them. Uh, I thought in the Mercyhurst series I watched, they were right there as well. So it's an emerging team. I'm sure the Coach Regan's going to do a great job. He, he's been good wherever he's been um, when he gets his players in there. But, you know, another team that really benefited from the transfer portal, and they're probably a little bit older than they would have been in initial changeover. So it's going to be a challenge, and I'm, I'm excited for it, and I'm hoping that uh, our players feel the same way. Not to get too far ahead, but you guys get Union coming in on Saturday. We won't have a chance to talk about them before Saturday with the holiday coming up. But uh, played them a couple of years ago. They didn't play last year. But if you look at them over the last month, I mean, it seems like since they hit November, they've kind of come into their own. they got a win over Clarkson, a uh, win over Colgate, who you guys obviously know well, played them earlier in the year, uh, tied against St. Lawrence, excuse me, and only loss this month has been a, a pretty good Cornell team. Uh, another team that uh, – out out non-conference game, but coming in and it seems like they're starting to hit their, their stride a little bit. Yeah. And you know, one thing you know about union and, and um, I actually recruited and coached Rick Bennett uh, back at province in the day. <laughs> so I've known him for a long time. I know the personality of his team, you know, it's going to punch you in the mouth and you're going to have to either respond uh, or not. And, and they'll keep punching. So you really have to play hard. And we did that the last time we were down there a couple of years ago. It was a really good hockey game. I liked the way our team played. I thought we got better in the game. I thought it helped us get have a better second half. Um, but they're going to be a, they're going to be a tough game on on Saturday. I think I know how tough they are and how hard they'll play. Um, we're just going to have to match that. And I think it's um, they'll be a good game for us. So that will also I think that pushes us forward as a team. You know, heading into the UConn series, I think that would be a good game to have to play and a good fight to have to get in. How are you guys looking at health-wise coming into coming into this well this weekend weekend with the Tuesday game? Uh, the only issue we have right now um, is Zach Borgio's out with uh, COVID uh, protocols. He he um, he won't be available for either game, but that is the only issue. Everybody else who was nicked up is back and available and. You know, see how you know who can play and be ready to go. Uh, another thing I wanted to talk about while I have you is a couple of guys that are recently signed NLIs. I don't know who you can talk about and who you, you can't, but has there been anybody whose NLIs are kind of officially posted and, and you're able to, to to talk about them? Oh, sure. I, I think most of our NLIs are posted right now, if not all of them. Um, but, you know, we were really happy, you know, first and foremost. And, and uh, I, I don't want to get in the recruiting conversation without talking about this year's freshman class because sure. I'm really excited about it. I, I think it might be one of the best. Uh, we've had some kids who really are, have played well already but really project very well in the future. Um, and on a team like ours, which is starting to get older, it's important that you have freshmen like that that you know we're going to fill the upper roles in your lineup. Uh, moving forward, so I feel comfortable with that. Um, and we, we have some guys coming in, you know, who, who have signed NLIs on, you know, on the back end. Uh, Zach Bookman's had a great year. I'm excited about what he can do for our power play next year, uh, particularly if we maintain kind of what we have right now with the, with our defensemen. But uh, either way, he's a really good offensive player. I've, I know you've had him in some different articles in the past. Um, and then. 
uh, Trevor Greibel, who's coming from Fargo, I, I think is a really good player. I've always liked him. Um, a lot like Liam Dennison, efficient, um, not going to blow you off the map and, and things that he does on the rank other than just break you out of the zone and defend really well one-on-one. And, and, and Trevor is really good at that. Uh, very similar player. So I, I, I'm excited about the back end of our guys coming in. And then uh, we've had a couple of the forwards who signed, uh, Luke Wyland, who's been you know with us for a while. Um, he had an injury last year, but he's come right back and having some success in Green Bay. Going to be a really nice uh, addition to our lineup. Plays hard, plays fast, plays physical. I think he has the ability to score as well. Um, and that's going to be really nice. And Corey Cunningham was in Prince George right now. Uh, signed and, and Corey's also a talented young man. Um, you know, still gaining his strength, but I feel once he gets stronger, he's got a lot of offensive upside. You know, those are really the only guys to this point who have signed for, um, you know, it's official. We obviously have other guys who you've read about or seen on Twitter that have committed and uh, are in the process of being signed, but uh, not anyone that I can certainly talk about at this point. Yeah, Bookman, it seems like every time I check in on Bookman's numbers, it's like, it seems like a video game numbers in terms of the, the points he's putting up. And I know that that is a, that Brooks team is a, is a pretty good team, but it certainly seems like he's a big part of it. Yeah, no, it's a very good team and a lot of pieces on that team, not just like high end talent, like, but a lot of really good pieces. And um, Zach just, you know, he sees the rank so well like if, if if i was to say there's a guy that i've watched either on video or live it's not on my team like who sees the rink like zach's the first name that comes up to me because he, he just really sees the rink as well um and not only uh on the breakout which is good and he does do but uh also on you know just the offensive zone you know he just really sees the weak side of the ice um no he's been he's been very good it's it's been fun to watch but uh you know like i tell our even you know some people around us that talk to us about uh you know our team and our recruits you know i, I trevor Gribel, you know don't sleep on him because he can really move the puck as well so we're really fortunate i think that we've we've you know we're going to have some holes to fill as you know on the back end and i think these two are going to do a great job of starting that you talked about this year's freshman class too and it does seem like you have some guys that may not be in that role at the moment where they're relied upon heavily to score points, but they will be, uh, whether it's you know, the, the three that immediately come to mind are, are Mac, are Mac Capone, um, Devlin O'Brien, you know, guys like that, Mark Hillier, who maybe aren't in that role yet, but it definitely feels like at some point they're going to be. And are those the guys you're talking about when you say like, you know, the guys that may grow into their role a little bit and, and will be scorers down the road here? Definitely. You know, it's funny because it's a lot. When I was at UNH, we had a fourth line of uh, Paul Thompson, Phil DeSimone, and Mike Sislow at one point, and they were freshmen and sophomores. Two of those three guys played in the National Hockey League. And we just, we had that kind of depth. And we aren't, we aren't in that place right now. Clearly our record, you know, says that, but those three players being in our depth right now, um, I think all three of them are those kind of players. Like I, I think that there's a lot of hockey for those guys in the future beyond Merrimack. Uh, they play the game hard. They play the game the right way, and they really can play offense. So I'm, 
I'm excited for their future, and I know they're going to contribute this year for sure. And we have some older guys that are, are you know, keeping them at bay maybe at the moment. But those three players are going to be major players at Merrimack moving forward. How difficult do you think it's been for them just going through the year they had to go through last year? Because I know, like, with Capone, the prep schools didn't even really play. Uh, you know, Hillier played a little bit back home. Uh, I think O'Brien was in the BCHL, had that little pod season they had. But these guys really, I mean, they, they almost missed an entire year coming into their freshman year. I mean, that's not many guys have to go through something like that. Is that how, how much does that almost kind of hinder their immediate impact? Because it almost these first couple of months, it almost is like they got to just get used to kind of being back in the game, actually, because a lot of these guys, for a lot of the freshmen, just didn't really see it last year. No, it's, it, that is true, but the, the one thing that I, that I always have to remind myself is that every guy on the other bench went through the same thing. Like, so we're getting ready to play other teams. They have this freshman that's a, you know, whoever he is, doesn't matter. He went through a similar year that one of those three kids you just mentioned went through. Like, everybody had to deal with that. So I think it, it's been a, maybe a slower adjustment in some cases to college hockey because you didn't play as much hockey last year. But it certainly hasn't been a competitive um, thing that I would say is a disadvantage to anyone because everyone went through that. And so, um, you know, it's been fun, though, with, you know, obviously most of us playing most nights. Um, it's fun to see the appreciation of the game. I think that's something that's come back this year that we always appreciated it. But geez, after last season and the things that people went through, it's been a lot of fun to play this year. Uh, what have you seen? An older guy, Stephen Jandrick, came in on the tra- off the transfer portal. He's another one that really seems to have kind of hit his stride here recently. He had three points against Maine uh, two weekends ago. I think he's got five points in his last five games. Uh, he's got eight points on the year, but they've all come in the last nine games. It seems like he's finding ways to chip in more and more offensively. Have you kind of seen his role evolve over, the, over these last few weeks? Yeah, I have. And I, I think, you know, one thing that happened to him was he left Fairbanks with a lot of offensive confidence and they made a huge step to try to play to, on a really good, you know, Denver team and didn't get the same roles, didn't get the same op- opportunity, uh, lost some confidence. So came into this year, still looking for it. Um, and I think he's, he's plugged into where his success is and his success is moving his feet is attacking with his feet. Uh, when his feet is, are not moving, then he's just another player on the rink. But when his feet are moving, he can be a big-time scorer. And I think he's kind of found that again. And uh, he has a little bit of swagger in that area of his game. And, uh, you know, hopefully that can continue because he makes us a much better team when he has those opportunities. All right, Coach. Well, Merrimack's going to take on Holy Cross tomorrow on the road. They'll be back home on Saturday to face Union. Uh, Thanks for the time, Coach, and best of luck this week. Thanks, Mike. We'll see you this weekend and have a great holiday.